Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These regular season games against good competition just because of the way the schedule can fall. Are there overall takeaways? No, I mean, right now, uh, Boston has beaten us twice. Boston won the East last year. Boston is the best team in the East. You know, I said that before the game. Uh, it's our job to prove that wrong, but we have a lot of time to do that. Back with another episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast. I am Josue Pavone. What a day in the NBA. I got Joel Pavone on here. Sean Dutra. Uh, the Celtics made a deal, but that's not even close to what the biggest trade of the day was, or the week, rather. What a 48 hours has been across the NBA. We'll break it all down. We got Dan Greenberg, a bar stool, will be joining us in a couple of minutes. But, fellas, what a 48 hours has been. How are you guys feeling? I, I will say this. It is it is the most reliable thing in sports over the past couple of years is that the NBA tra- trade deadline will absolutely be the m- most, like, your favorite 48 hours of Twitter. It's the best 48 hours of Twitter, hands down. It's why Twitter is still in, in business, I really feel like, is because of the NBA trade deadline season. I, I love it. Um fireworks all over the place villains going to places that you sort of like um teams getting better that have no business of getting better um <laughs> like the east uh, it basically lost a contender in three days um everything sort of felt like happened very quickly but i love it man celtics looking pretty good i will put it that way so i feel very good about the Eastern Conference now, the Celtics getting out of the Eastern Conference based on what happened, but um, I don't know. Crazy. Based on what Brooklyn did, I guess, or what? I feel like, so, so deep down, I really thought like before this week happened, like if Brooklyn was fully healthy and ready to go and they, and, and they, that was like a wild card, right? It was a lot of ifs. It was a lot of what ifs. It was a lot of, but if this happened, like, Brooklyn could have been a contender in the East and could have given a lot of teams trouble. Now that they're absolutely demolished and their best player is, what's the dude's name? Who's averaging like 40 points a game over the last? Cam, <laughs> Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas, yeah. yeah. Probably should have played yeah. Kyle there. Um, it, <laughs> like it, it started actually against Boston. Like He was the only other like yeah. double-figure dude other yeah. than Kyrie yeah. to go right. off that night. Yeah. Uh, if... If that team is out of it, then I feel like you know, like 
you know who you're going up against in the Eastern Conference now. There's no more wild cards. There's no more like, well, if this team gets it all together, they could be the best team in the East. Like, no, the, the Celtics are are firmly sitting atop the East with a couple teams that are pretty much the same after the trade deadline, like nipping at their tails. Like, I, I'm okay with that. There's no massive stock <clears throat> moving into the Eastern Conference that the Celtics gonna have to worry about. So, yeah, I mean, I think it was a uh, pretty sure it was KG that. Like a week ago, he was like, I'm calling it. It's going to be the greatest, you know, trade deadline like ever. And I don't know if, I don't know if it was, but like it was more so like after Kyrie getting traded to, to Dallas and it was just like all the Western teams are like, Oh shit, we got to fucking, we got to like get our shit together type of thing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, yeah. I saw, I saw a tweet from uh, CJ McCollum. Talking about like, yo, this all started because of John Moran saying, yo, we don't got to worry about nobody else I in the West. <laughs> I did see that. I did see that. We got to worry about what? We got to worry about no, nobody else in the West. <laughs> oh, that's funny. He, he tweeted that? He tweeted that. He said, <laughs> this, this is all happening because of what, what Josh said. Oh, he said that. <laughs> Sean, are you, also feeling, are you also feeling great about the Celtics in the East because of what we saw also against the Philadelphia 76ers? I mean, like, they, the Celtics won 106-99, but... For so many reasons, it just felt like it was worse than that. Like it just feels like there's a significant gap between the Celtics and where Philly want to be. And Doc Rivers was pissed. Oh, there's a there's a there's a great Rage Against the Machine song. It's called "Know Your Enemy," mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I feel like the Celtics do. Come out of this trade line, trade deadline, and they know their enemies. There's nothing like, you know. The James Harden moving the Brooklyn Nets last year. Everyone was like, "Oh shit! Wow, that's a crazy move!" Like, it's so scary at the time, right? Right, right. There's like that. They left the Eastern Conference and went to the Western Conference, but I feel like the Celtics like know who they're up against. They, they're they, the buyout market is not going to imp- significantly improve any team in the East. So, yeah, I feel I feel like the Celtics come out of this knowing like, hey. We're healthy. We're the best team. We're not going to have any wild cards. Let's go. Uh, I don't know if they're healthy right now, but... No, if they're healthy. Oh, if. Okay, okay. Gotcha. Last year, actually the last couple of seasons, the East, the teams that Celtics fans worry about would usually improve or have an added player, whether it's a buyout or you know a trade that no one saw coming. But this season, I just feel like the East was already like deep as it's ever been. And the only difference now is Kyrie and KD went out west. I think that's it for, yeah. for the most part. So when you eliminate Brooklyn from being a contender, that? I mean, if they did stay, though, I don't think they would have given Boston a problem. No, but, but, were you, but, but were either one of you, though, assuming that they were just going to go ahead and flip the ramp the way they did? Like, I no, no. Like, I w- it wasn't going to surprise me, but I figured it was one of those things where they're going to have a conversation. If it's a destination where Durant's like, okay, I could thrive there. Let's do it. Then, okay, that was going to happen. But if not, they were going to hold up to the offseason. And I think the biggest reason why is because Durant can't ask for another trade. Like, th- this next destination has to be like the, like, the final home. Yeah. It has to be home. Right. And I think with Phoenix, it was like, where do you see, you know what I mean? Like, I can't think of a better option. For, for even for both teams, I mean, maybe for Brooklyn they could have gotten a, a slightly better deal elsewhere. But when you consider the fact of all the extra, you know, the, the, the first round picks and just where Phoenix may be, you know, down the road, and you know, this is going to be a obviously between Durant and, and and Chris Paul, it's not going to be a large window. So if you're Brooklyn, you're like, okay, well, 
those draft picks should translate well for us in the future. I mean, you're always taking a risk when you do that either way, but I just, I don't know. I don't think it was one of those like, oh, I'm selling Kyrie, so we have to sell Durant. I don't know if it necessarily went down. No, like yeah, I, I, I think, right? I'm just, this is just, this is just me. Kyrie, you know, he took his shot, like, oh, so we're really not going to, you know, talk about extension here. You know, he's got a couple of days. Oh, he was the, pissed about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we got, we got a couple of days yeah. here before the trade deadline. So he's he like, yo, I'm going to try one more time to get this extension. And if it, you know, it doesn't work out the way I think it's going to work out or it should work out, then I'm going to demand a trade. And if they don't trade me, you know, he's threatening, like, oh, I won't sign here or whatever. Okay, great. Awesome. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't think there's any sweat off their back. And plus, there's, there's like, reports of, of, uh, extensions that were you know offered to him had like championship like stipulations in it or whatever. yeah so i think that that hurts that was like, like oh, oh it's like that you know like you know right. I, I fucking you he know he thought he thought his stat line up until this point of the season would be more than enough it exactly clear, yeah but, that, but no, we don't trust you yet yeah that you know, and the fact that like trust ain't there yet that and the fact that like he got suspended and he took the suspension he did everything that you know he he was asked to do and it's like right now it's just it's just him, right? Depending on any other potential deal that they might have, you know, done or trades or whatever. And we don't know, we know how long Durant's going to be out for. This is a 34-year-old with a with a sprained MCL. We don't know how severe it is. And everyone's like, oh, you know, he'll be okay, whatever, whatever. So you got those, you got that factor. And, and as soon as Dallas was the one that, that had like the, the best package, I guess, immediate package to get it to get him out and so then i think kevin durant goes you know what i requested a trade over the summer i really want to go to phoenix if you can make that happen we can just you know talk about just that going to phoenix don't talk to the new guy don't say don't say yeah don't say that i'm like you know you guys are shopping me around i just want to talk about phoenix i just want to go there if you can make that happen then you know let's let's do that pull the trigger on it if you if you can and on top of that put out put out the fact that no we're not taking calls on Durant because that they did right. they did do that right. literally like hours before that trade went down. Yeah, and, yeah. And even and even and even Stephen A. with the whole like oh you know I'm I'm hearing it's always you know Stephen A.'s yeah. always I'm hearing this and I'm hearing that and and assuming that like all right so if Kyrie's gone so then they're they're gonna start rebuilding right but I think if I Phoenix feel- doesn't doesn't go all all out Durant's still in, in Brooklyn and they're still con- considered you know a contender or whatever. So, man, this deal, this deal was such a blockbuster that it, it had a sequel. You guys know that these these trades were, were combined. This is technically the Kevin Durant deal, technically a, a four team deal. You know, we, we obviously know the Suns get Kevin Durant, T.J. Warren, the Nets getting Bridges, Cameron Johnson, twenty twenty three first round pick, a twenty twenty five first round pick, twenty twenty seven first round pick, all coming from Phoenix, along with the twenty twenty nine first round pick, um, all and from Phoenix. 28 pick swap too. Don't forget that. Exactly, but then that's with the Bucks though. Yeah, yeah. And then the Bucks get Crowder out of this. Yeah, exactly. Sean's made a funny face. Oh, 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 yeah, it's all intertwined. And they're unpro- <laughs> and they're unprotected, right? All right, right? All right. So, so the Bucks get Crowder. You know, they get those the a starting five of of of, of basketball players that are freshmen in high school right now. <laughs> they're going to be selected in five years. And uh, what else? Yeah, Bucks get Crowder. Where am I? Here? Pacers get. Nuara, George Hill, Serge Ibaka. Like, this whole thing is insane. Like, the Bucks' yeah. 2023 second-round pick, you know, the Warriors' second-round pick, like, everyone's second-round pick is involved to going going to the Pacers. And, and this whole thing started with, obviously, the 1 a.m. Uh, 
bomb that was dropped by by um, I want to say Haynes had it first. Haynes Haynes initial tweet was uh, Kevin Durant traded to to the Sun, and then everything else came out after. Yeah. So the crazy the crazy thing is if you look at like the Nets, and I know we got Greeny Wade, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be too long here, but like the crazy. Oh, how considerate of you! There you go. I don't want. I don't want to get into a diatribe of talking about what these picks are gonna turn into, but <laughs> I, I think you. Just, nah, I, mean, I mean, just just this one time, right? Just this only one time. Right? You, you, like, you if, you really, if you really, you never do that. If you really think about what the Suns gave up, it is seven first round picks. Because, <laughs> yeah, bro, that's a squad. That's a core. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> No, because because here, here's why I say seven first round picks because Mikael Bridges. If you would have traded Mikael Bridges to a contender, you're getting a first round pick back for him. Same with yeah. you're getting a first round pick for him. You're not going to be able to get those players for seven second round picks uh, all day today. Like yeah, he was all defense. Right. Those are first round pick te- like players that you can get for. So if I look at it like this, like the the Nets now are have. Players they can deal for first round picks if they want more. They have four first round picks and all those second round picks they got for Jay Crowder. If they tried to make this move when Kyrie and Durant wanted it over the summer, they're looking at maybe four. Maybe like they're not they're yeah. type of hall. So, you know, say what you will about the big three being the biggest disaster in NBA history, which I think was like the big talk of all the sports stations today. Yeah. The Nets. Especially Brooklyn. The Nets sort of did what the Celtics did to the Nets. Oh, yeah, for sure. Years ago, right? Yeah. They basically, like, now they're like, okay, we'll see how it looks in 2025, 2026, right. 2027. How are you doing when Kevin Durant's 30, 38 years old and Booker is now frustrated that he doesn't have any players around him and no young players coming up and all that stuff? Like, those picks yeah. are turned into – legitimate picks like at one of those picks will be an absolute franchise altering player and if they get as lucky as the celtics did it could be two franchise altering players and then we're talking about the 2028 champion brooklyn nets with their picks man you never know essentially right after they got fleeced by the celtics back in 2013 after that goes away you know no more J kid and all those all the players either you know got traded or you know, got bought out or whatever. And they were actually drafting pretty decent players, right? They were. The, the moment that they fired, what was their coach? Um, Atkinson? Bobby Marks. No, 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 no. Atkinson? Oh, Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. Kenny Atkinson. The moment they fired him, everything, well, that was a sister, sister for the Warriors, huh? Everything went to shit. Because with just Durant and Kyrie and all those young players, they were fine. They were everyone was talking about they're gonna come out of the east. They're gonna come out of the east. Right. They got greedy. They got greedy they got when greedy. they when they tried to get James Harden. Who never yeah, wanted to go happens. there? But that's what happens when you're giving these guys so much power. Exactly. They coach exactly. The, 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 the next superstar they wanted and James Harden and it blew up in the face. They you got greedy right? because James Harden never wanted to go to Brooklyn. And the moment he saw right. that shit was not gonna go the way he thought it was gonna go, he's like, yo, get me the fuck out of here. And it's so been this, it's been and it's been downhill for the past year. From the moment Harden was like, get me out of here, and it's not and it's not like he was requesting it all season. He literally waited until like a week before the trade deadline. Like, yo, if you can, give me the Philly, because this ain't this ain't it. This ain't the place for me. My biggest takeaway from this like disaster that they're going to call the Brooklyn Nets, it's going to be a, a case study on why you have 
a management managing team uh-huh. yeah. is playing on a team because like even if you want to say that LeBron and like I, I you know my feelings on LeBron like how he's been a GM and he's he brought like the, what he did in in Cleveland where he said I need this player I need this player signed Tristan Thompson to a max contract yeah. J.R. Smith up yeah. in, and like JR, like all those players like Nimrod Shumpert yep those were moves that that costed that cost money and cap space and not a lot of capital, right? But when you start talking about players demanding play other players to come join that you're going to have to spend, what did they give to Houston to get? Um, or uh, what what did they get, what did they spend for Houston to get Harden in that deal? So Curry's from the from the from the uh, from the uh, Harden trade. Yeah, so I mean, even even just the Harden trade alone. Like that sort of goes to show like, hey, if you don't if if you're not if you're managing a team and you're managing the assets and you want to be there long term. You're talking about from Houston to the Brooklyn, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What was that? Like three first round picks or something like that? Yeah, Crazy. That was a, yeah, it was three. Yeah. And like and and now you're saying, okay, we have we have these three best players and we have to live in the buyout market. We have to figure all these things out. Like that's a tough way to manage a team long term. No, it's, it's, that's what that's what I think. That's what I think that Kyrie saw also. Like you know, like man, this is not a whole lot of ways for us to get better, and we're we are really behind compared to the teams like the Bucks and the Celtics. Like yes, I think that. So, so that is that is what I, that's what I'm trying to get at. Like you know, management saw that at, when they were like, no, we're actually okay with just you know, <laughs> let's keep. You you know that management was probably like yo I really don't want to give up Jared Allen and Karis Levert and all these players that had to give up to get to where they were trying to go to Dinwiddie. Well, they they're the ones that forced them to that's get. That's what I'm. Yeah, yeah that's what DeAndre yeah, like, Jordan. Yeah, you yeah. signed DeAndre Jordan to you know uh, this this big ass contract and like I think the Just Nets are still. Friends, I like, think they're still paying him for for that for that yeah. deal, like. For Kyrie, for example, to be like, oh, I'm so glad that, you know, KD was able to get out of that situation. Motherfuckers, that was y'all. Y'all put that together. Y'all did that. Y'all did that. If y'all just let management do what they're supposed to do. But then management also has to fault in that because you say yes, yes, yes. And then when you finally say no, they're like, wait a second. I need a trade. I'm out. Get me out of here right now. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's, Do I have the keys or not? I know, right? This this environment sucks. This is awful. And that's why why when I look back at the Celtics situation with Kyrie, and, and now we're somehow here, but when I look back at that situation, right? That was my biggest fear when Kyrie, like yeah, you said that shit. That's true. Did that All Star situation where he was like, "No, I'm playing in the All Star game, even though I haven't been playing." Oh, okay. Danny Ainge was Danny Ainge came out and said, "Like, I'm okay with him doing this." And Brad was, you could tell Brad was like, "Fuck no, we shouldn't be doing this." Like, that was a difference in like, okay, are we letting the the players run the team or are 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 we? Right. So. Are we the traditional Celtics? Well, that's or where, we, yeah, that's why we're trying to get to one of these newer franchises. That's why he went right. to go talk to Durant about their plan. Yep, exactly. And you know what? I am so thankful that there was some type of foresight and like, hey, Kyrie, we're not doing all these crazy things you want to do. We're not going to trade Jalen Brown. We're not going to trade Jason Tatum. We're not bringing in the the fourteen-year veteran he, he alluded to that this team needs so badly. Yeah. Remember when he said that shit. Yeah. Everything we've built here we're going to change for you they said no and that's why he said he wanted out that's what yeah because they were always telling him yes how many times that he would travel by yeah. himself 
I know. Like I they know. were giving him all these things that later was coming. They, it, it all came because they wanted to resign. That's all the I get but it, remember, but like you remember that was the that was what I was saying. I was like, yo, you have to find, draw a line. If he wants to stay here, we have a good thing with Kyrie and Jalen and Tatum, and we can build on this if he's in for a long term. But if he wants to overhaul the whole fucking thing and have. Literally, LeBron decision making. It's like, no, 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 you're not LeBron, dude. <laughs> like, you're not, you're not, yeah. you're not at that level. So, yeah, no, when I want to see what happens when he does get that power, right? Before the KD um, trade went down, I'm thinking to myself, yo, KD was the reason why Kyrie got signed by the Nets. Kyrie mm-hmm. was like, you, if you, um, KD was like, if you want to sign me, he's, he's, he's part of the package deal. It's, it's both yeah, of us, man. it's not just me. But, you know what I do think you're going to see in Phoenix, and I'm so happy for Tim Tunis, our resident Suns fan on the Castle Street Podcast. You're going to see a Kevin Durant without Kyrie. You're going to see a Kevin Durant motivated to build on what he has in Phoenix, which is a great uh, the, the one to four. Try to find a better one to four than that. I mean, the depth sucks, but I mean. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. No, yeah. no, that. But you know, CP3. You know, he's getting he's getting up there. He's not. A, I know. Not a I spring know. chicken. I know. But but I'm just saying, like, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a Kevin Durant. That's like, yo, I understand the situation. I went down the rabbit hole with Kyrie. I'm not doing that again. Let's just fucking win. And I think that the Suns are gonna be a problem. The Suns are gonna be a problem. They are. They're gonna be a problem. All right. But joining us now. From Barstool Sports, Dan Greenberg, who we haven't caught up with in a while. And this is the perfect time to catch up with Dan as we uh, break down the trade deadline, what the Celtics did, what they could have done, you know, all that stuff that Celtics fans love to, love to hear and talk about. What's up, Dan? How are you doing? I know. It's been it's been a minute or two. How are you guys feeling? I feel great. How are you feeling today? Fantastic. Good. I feel great. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you feeling great about what the Celtics did? Or, are you just, are you, or what do you mean by that is you're not afraid about what's going on in Phoenix? Is that what you mean by that? Like, what you mean? <laughs> no, I, I just think it's, it's everything. I think if you ask most Celtic fans that for a list of what they wanted to happen heading into the trade deadline, you probably heard two things. You probably heard big man help and wing help. Mm-hmm. So I look at it like, okay, they brought in big man help. They didn't give up anything to do it, right? So they still have an open right. roster spot to add if an opportunity arises where they have the most money to spend out of anybody. You bring in a big that fits one of two sort of molds. And we were, t- I was, we were talking about this a second ago where you either have to be, you know, an elite rim-running center like Rob or you have to be able to stretch the floor. So Michael right. Scala is a 6'11 guy. Who plays decent positional interior defense? Who's a thirty-seven or thirty-eight percent career three-point yeah. shooter? And we're talking about the third or fourth center. So if mm. I'm going up and down the contenders of each conference, tell me their fourth center you know has a skill set that works with your best players, right? right? So like, yeah, if it comes down to Mike Muscala versus Giannis, like Mike Muscala is going to get obliterated. But what team's fourth center is locking down? Giannis or anything like that. Right. So we wanted them to address the need. They did it, and they can still address the wing need if something comes up. So it's like, if you're a Celtics fan, why would you have anything but a positive takeaway given that you didn't have to overspend to address the need? Right. I, I just hate the Celtics fans that are like, well, look what they got. Well, look what these guys got. And it's just like, well, look at what you look what this team has been doing all season long and then you add a reinforcement you you add an insurance policy to address the front court 
maybe you address that wing position through the buyout market. We never know. I mean, sometimes those are most of the time they're more missed than the hit. But at right, the same but time, like and to that point, it's like we're talking about filling. It's not like you need a buyout guy for your top eight rotation. Exactly. You need right. a buyout guy right. for your 14th guy on the yeah. roster. Right. I think right. we'll be okay. Like, were we getting much of Justin Jackson? Was Noah Vonley's empty roster spot producing anything for the lineup? <laughs> so it's like, even if your buyout guy sucks, right now, that's not being filled by any NBA body. So it's like, right. even if it's a Greg... I mean, listen, we all remember Troy Murphy. Like, we all remember <laughs> the guys that were supposed to be the saviors yeah. in the buyout market that weren't. Well, P.J. Right. Brown also existed. I was just about to say, no, no, I, I was yeah. about to say, everyone compared those guys to the P.J. Brown, the Sanford stuff. Well, why aren't they those guys? Like, because they're not those guys. Like, But, yeah, that, that's what it was. They, we, the the something fans got spoiled with the with, with the, like, getting it right the first time, and then every year after that, it just didn't, didn't it's been, I mean, listen. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I didn't talk myself into, you know, Greg Monroe because Greg Monroe <laughs> destroyed the Celtics every time yeah. they played each other. Right. So we, 20 rebounds. Doing the buyout dance is just part of, you know, when you're a contending team that only has end of bench contracts and a $5 million t- trade exemption, what type of player are you, like, realistically thinking you're bringing in at the trade deadline? Like, even someone like Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard probably right. makes 14, 15 million dollars. Right. How am I getting to that type of dollar amount by not including a top seven uh, rotation player? You mean, so it's you... like I'm not giving up Grant in any of those deals. So something like what they did, how it addresses a need, it fits their style, and it didn't limit them now or in the future. It's like this is what your trade deadline expectation should have been. Right. You mean you mean they couldn't they couldn't uh, the Celtics couldn't trade. Uh, Pritchard and Grant Williams for KD? No, that wouldn't that wouldn't no, work. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yes. If they wanted to trade like, Derek Smart White. and you know all these pay, like if you want to gut this team to make the type of trade the Suns did, great. Like who would want to do that? You right. know it's going to cost you right. Jalen Brown. That's not something that you makes any sense. So just because it works and that was the price for the Suns does not mean that's the price and that's right. what you have to pay. Right? Like exactly. you would think. Like, they got that deal off, didn't have to trade Aiton. Obviously, they would have had to figure out the Simmons thing because of the rookie extension. But, like, they didn't have to give their quote-unquote second Oh, that's player. right. Because mm. if, they, if they brought in Aiton, they both got that five-year. Yeah, you know, they the can't do it. So they, they can't do the rules rule. Yeah. You couldn't even throw Aiton in that trade. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But even and so, now, like, and now he's, like, you know, their fourth best player. Yeah, like, you know for the Celtics, the price is Jalen Brown. So it's like, right. I'm not even worried about yeah. the Kevin Durant trade because who knows, the same way it's like, oh, the, the Celtics seems to be worried about the Warriors. Who the hell knows if you're even going to make the finals? Like, yeah, I'm not yeah, worried yeah, about yeah. what goes on in the West. <laughs> For real, yeah. I need the Celtics to yeah. make the finals. Yeah. So Kevin Durant not being in the conference helps me make the finals. Yeah, and I think I think that's the biggest thing to come out of today that's positive for the Celtics because who gives? Who gives a shit about Mike Muscala? I don't. I'm like, I don't care, right? right. The Heat didn't get better. The uh, 76ers didn't get better. The Bucks barely got better. Every game, I think the Sixers are looking at themselves in the mirror right now, being like, "What the hell happened in the match?" Yeah, like I don't even give a shit if the Sixers got better. They can't. They're not even in the same. More, more, more reason why the Celtics fans should be like, you know, 
more more upbeat today. That's what I'm saying. And going forward, like like guys like Blake Griffin can step up and and, and no. shoot you. You know, because I think you guys have you also have to look at it like people say, oh, well, Tatum and Brown can't play in these minutes, or if one of them gets hurt, like we're screwed. If Rob gets hurt, we're screwed. Yeah, like no shit. Like, <laughs> one of our best players. If one of your best players get hurt, nobody that was traded in the trade deadline right now, outside of Kevin Durant, solves your issue. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, what right. are the other wings outside Luke Kennard that really got traded outside yeah. of Let me throw one thing out there because today the most interesting so and not the most interesting part of the trade deadline season, because all those major moves happened before today. Why the hell are teams just compiling multi- four, five, six second-round picks to make something happen? <laughs> when did this become a theme in the trade world? Danny, Danny Age, bro. When Danny Age has been doing that. Yeah, he's yeah, been doing Danny it for a while. Yeah, he changed the culture. Rather, I'd rather pay two or three seconds than a first if my first has a potential yeah. to be good. You know, yeah. well, I, but that, that and I look at the, the five. Speed. The five, the five second rounders though, that's egregious. Like, Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> <You're doing laughs> like, you got, if you don't, if you don't hit, if you don't, if you don't hit on one of those, like, you failed. You failed the trade. And multiple, and multiple teams did that. It'll probably just like be rolled over into another trade with protection. Yeah. It'll just like keep snowballing and snowballing. Yeah, and yeah, snowballing. yeah. And multiple, that. yeah, and multiple teams did it too. It wasn't just one team that did it. It was yeah. like, oh, 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 we can do that too. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, five, yeah, throw them over there. You know what? You know, what I think it is, Sean. I think it's just so many teams throughout the years have just been flipping their first rounders like it's nothing. Like future first rounders. <laughs> so like all of a sudden, it's like, yeah. man, we don't have. This is all we got. Okay, here's five <laughs> of them. Like, yeah. please, can we have Jay Crowder now? Like, that's pretty much what Milwaukee did. You know, I know. Well, it's, well it's, because you got to think how good are those? Like, what does Milwaukee care about? Like the fifty eighth pick, right? Yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, and especially when you're trying and, to um, it's Isaiah Thomas, don't be taking on the. No, 50s. I know. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I certainly don't give a shit about any Celtics second round. Pick, yeah, not personally. Right. If yeah. that's gonna if, if that's gonna save either a certain player being involved or protections on a first or whatever, like you can have a second round mm-hmm. pick, especially when you're in a win now window. I'd much rather overspend seconds than give away first. Which yeah. is why that like you were saying the Mass Live report on the offer for Poto. Oh yeah, before we before we hopped on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that was two seconds and not a first. I'd much rather do something like that yeah. than right. overpay a first round pick. Even if that first round pick's gonna be twenty eight, twenty nine, like that's Rob. Rob was twenty seven. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Right, right. So so one of the moves that happened today that I thought was interesting, and I don't know if the Warriors would want to do business with the Celtics, but Wiseman getting moved, do you think the Celtics should have, If I don't know if they thought he was even available, or, or but that really fits a, a need, and if you could flip Grant Williams or something for Wiseman and some picks, like, do you think Celtics should have been in on that? I think they should have been in on Moody over Wiseman. Okay, yeah, one of the one of, just because I think his salary is relatively low too. I don't know if it was TPE small enough because he was what like the eighth or ninth pick, tenth pick, right? So it might be yeah. a little too high. But if if you're telling me, you know, I get, out, but at the same time, like that, if it's outside the TPE, that means I got to give them Peyton Pritchard or like Grant Williams, and I don't want to give the Warriors okay. either of those players. Right, so it's, right. it's tough if, unless the money fit into the exemption. Which I don't know if, if well, probably but... Gallinari's contract, right? Yeah, I was gonna say you probably have to do Gallinari and Pritchard together, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I would 
clearly done and thrown the multiple for, for, uh, second round picks. I mean, I feel like that was a move potentially could have been in on. If I look at t- players that got moved today, like if we end up with Muscala, I'm like, damn, I would have, would have liked to have. I just, think, I just think they. Go. The only reason I would say no is because if if their idea of filling this spot was an emergency, like break glass in case of emergency in a playoff series, that guy needs to be able to play right away. Uh-huh. At least Mike Muscala has been in the NBA for more than a cup of coffee and has a serviceable skill. Yeah. I don't know if I'm if I'm in a big series against the Bucks or the Heat and I'm on the road and Al Horford's hurt and Rob is hurt or whatever and I need to play that fourth center, I want that to be a guy that's like you a real play. NBA player. <laughs> okay. I mean, you want what? What'd you say? You want Mike Muscala in that spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want yeah. Muscala. On, yeah. I want Muscala. Someone is, someone is an actual ball. NBA player, you know? That's what he's saying, yes. Yeah, yeah man, I want Muscala, who's high on Missoula ball, just fucking launching. That's what I want. <laughs> he's got his <laughs> See, I, right think, I think the Warriors did Wiseman. Just they did Wiseman dirty. It doesn't fit their system. It was a stupid draft pick. They should have never picked them. They yeah. should have never picked them. Yep. And I feel like if they, if they, if if Wiseman got, a, I think Wiseman's going to play great. Um, yeah. Where he's, I mean, they're going to start like, him, which is yeah. weird because I feel like Jalen Duran is like a super active nineteen-year-old center. Yeah. Like, Good against the South Sailor. And the fact that they didn't move the other dude who beat up LeBron James. Isaiah Stewart. Oh. Yeah, they didn't move him. Uh, Beach dude. New Orleans Noel, like they had five, four or five centers on that. Yeah, for real. Yo. I was like, dude, I don't even know. I didn't, didn't even realize they even needed another center, to be honest, when it came to <laughs> like the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> I'm <know>. like, what? <laughs> Trust me, I've watched, I've, I've watched a lot of Pistons for some reason this year. And the last thing I need is, is front court depth. That's literally. No, the, the problem. I bet you they buy out Nerlens Noel or something like that. He's only like nine yeah. million. That's a name that's been tossed around. That's yeah. interesting you bring that up. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, who's a buyout? Who's a who's a candidate that you would you would like to see the Celtics chase after? You talked about addressing that wing position. Yeah, so I, I'm a wing guy. If you went big with the, I was my thought process was if they trade for a wing, I want to buy out big. If they yeah. trade for a big, I want to buy uh, okay. out. Big. I don't give a shit what time you do which. You just have to fill them both. <laughs> They right. say, I mean, what, Keith Smith's saying Will Barton in the Celtics? I mean, I don't know. I would love that. Barton's not bad. Barton's not Barton, bad. Barton, I Rosses, so, like, kind of he's got a little bit of, you know, Crazy. three three for 15s in yeah. big games yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. You know, He'll keep like, chucking him. Well, he's not going to get that run. He's definitely right. not going to get that run here. So, yeah. But I also think he'll probably be, like, the most talented available wing that will be on the buyout. So if that's, that's the case, yeah. then – Throw him three million dollars and be done with it. See, that's another that's another I thing like too that. about you know Celtics fans that are like upset about you know what happened today in terms of uh, Celtics not quote not doing much. Like these two players that we're potentially talking about uh, uh, a wing and a, and, a, and a, another another front court guy. It's more so like what they're going to do between now and the end of the season. Like they're not going to help you much in the playoffs, right? Unless, like you say, right. unless injuries are, are you know become a problem. But, you know, you're just trying to, like, make it to the end of the season and not. Reserve Al. Yeah, yeah. and reserve Al, reserve Robert Williams, and, and, and to a certain extent, you know, uh, clamp down a little bit on Tatum's minutes. But, you know, we don't know. You also have to remember, think of it this way. There's no guy on the buyout market that's going to be available that I would want to play ahead of Sam Housen, right? I mm. think that's that's a fair assessment. Given, especially now that over his last eight or nine games, 
he's shooting like 48% from three. So his three is better, yeah. right? If you want to say Wiseman, you don't trust in a big spot. Hauser, man, I don't know. I don't. I feel like... Because, well, Hauser has a proven skill set. You know, like, I know that I can put him in the corner and he's going to make that three. I don't even have to think about it. They either make it no, so, Well, I mean, so the last few games, me, you know. Like, if you're telling me that in the wing rotation... This guy, if if, if if Hauser's barely going to play in the playoffs, right? Like he's the yes. he's the ninth guy, and they're only going to go eight deep. Yeah. So if this yeah. guy isn't even going to play over Hauser, then like just find a warm body who's probably who was once good and one time in their career yeah. who you can trust, who has playoff experience. Will Barton has that. Yeah. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of like you know a lot of the other guys you see being bought out are. Like Reggie Jackson, Westbrook, John Wall. John Wall, Three yeah. guards. I need shooting guards, small forwards. Yeah. Two other, like, it's Will Barton is the only name that I've heard that fits that. Well, position. what about, and I, there's not going to be sexy names who I'm about to bring up. What about a couple of dudes up in Maine? Denzel Valentine. No, I don't want Denzel Valentine. No. <laughs> yeah. Those guys aren't ready, man. No, no, man, I saw him in Vegas. I don't, I don't need that in my life. And um, someone they just signed recently who was uh, yeah, um, what's his name? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, so good, we don't know his name. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. They're not sexy names. Once again, you're just looking for Snell. NBA Snell. Tony Snell. Tony Snell. Tony okay, Snell. we're looking for NBA guys that are that were veterans at one point or another. I'm not saying that like oh, let's go. I like Snell. Let's go get like a you know. I'm not I saying drafts now that year. I wrote a piece about it too. I remember that. Wow. Oh, so okay, so so that's all that was. Well, no, I'd rather I'd rather just you know keep it. I'd rather bring Carmelo back than than Tony Snow. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that's not a, that's not being talked about more because that was before the season started. It was like, oh, just sign Mello. Just yeah, sign Mello. Yeah, you know, it's ages on the phone. Yeah, there's just so many players. Moving yeah, around. no, as soon as as soon as the Celtics yeah. signed Blake Griffin, they're like, "Oh, okay, well, that was that's weird." But um, and then the mellow talk just stopped completely. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, how good is Phoenix really? What do you think? Is it is it finals or bust? What's it like? Oh, yeah. looking like I mean, They just made a win now. That's a win now trade. I mean, you give up two young players, both under control, four unprotected picks. That's like the very definition of a. Of a, you don't bring in a 30-year-old Durant to, like, win five years <laughs> yeah. from now. So, they put everything on um, the table, huh? Yeah, it's basically, they didn't give up much. I mean, not much, but you know what I mean. Like, they didn't give yeah, up that it's, it's different. I mean, it's a price for them. It's worth bringing in Durant because, you know, Mikel Bridges is a really good two-way player, but, like, is he an all-star caliber talent? Is he an all-NBA talent? Nah, that, Probably that, not. That new owner was like, that shit's getting done tonight. Yeah, I'm not so, waiting until the, the, the trade. Yo, day. first day on the job. Jeez. Crazy, yeah, yo, the crazy. The starting five is really good. I mean, Aiden, AD. <laughs> you just think of how you have to guard Booker and KD. It's the same mm. sort of thing that people were saying, oh, how do you guard Tatum and KD? It's like, okay. When you don't do that, then you got Chris Paul in the pick and roll, all that stuff. So it's going to be – they're going to be tough to beat until they go to their second unit, and then what? Like, there's no yeah. doubt. Yeah, I guess Ben. I guess I'm not even bad. talking like, God forbid someone gets hurt. I'm just saying you need to sub someone out in their normal rotation. Who are they bringing in? Well, it's so, a lot. Cameron Payne. Yeah, Cameron a lot Payne. of those players. TJ Warren. I've been getting run on that Suns team. Yeah. People that you have yeah. literally no clue because they've been so injured. So, oh, Wainwright, and, Wainwright, there you go. <laughs> Wainwright, they're gonna have they're gonna have their options in the buyout, also. Like, yeah, I just saw 
I think it was Chris Haynes was saying Reggie Jackson's probably going to go to Phoenix. So they're going to get buyout guys. Oh, yeah, that's right. Guys. That was Office the thing. Considered, but that was the biggest yeah. thing. I was a little worried about how it's going to immediately affect the Celtics. Is yeah, because super teams—that's what happens, man. It, it just—they're a magnet. They're a magnet. Yeah, like that. Yeah, and I feel like the true. Celtics were like, "Hey, we're going to move into this bio market. We're going to get the biggest name because we got space, we got a roster spot, and we got." We can the only thing—the only thing that might now help them though—is if they say, "Shit, it may be way easier to make the finals in the East than it is going up against yeah. all the teams in the West." Great. That just that's it up. The Celtics have already been the best team in the NBA, so maybe that helps them. Yeah, so who who knows? Because, you know, you know Brooklyn would have, if they kept carrying Durant, they would have been a buyout market. Yep. Miami's going to be, I, I mean, do you think Westbrook is going to go to Miami? Do you feel like that's the move? Or I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. That's why I say Clippers, are, yeah. Clippers and Heat are probably my favorite. Yeah. I mean, Clippers right now literally don't have a point guard. Um, Didn't they, wait, didn't who 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 did they get? They got they got rid oh, of Island. He, he can he can oh bones my homie yeah, bones yo. Can yeah. He can run the point. He can turn the ball over pretty well too. So they probably need someone who can who can run an offense. But, yeah, I don't know. I think I can I can see Westbrook going there just because you know I feel like he they would probably be able to talk themselves into like some heat culture bullshit. And, <laughs> right, right. That's exactly what him. I was thinking. Let's get him yeah. next to Jimmy Butler. Bolstra's magic. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy, can you talk to him? Can you talk to him? Ah, I got you. Like, you know, something like that. Yeah, this yeah. isn't this isn't a like, you know, uh But I think if they, you know, if they stay with Kyle Lowry or they suddenly are starting Russell Westbrook, that's good news for the Celtics either way. Yeah, yeah. That's not yeah, yeah it's not but their situation though, if it if it does come down to them signing Westbrook, this isn't a uh Andre Godal who hasn't played all season situation. It's like, oh, Westbrook Westbrook was there's the leading six man <laughs> of the year right now in terms of like, you know, points. I mean, right now he doesn't have a team, but yeah, but you can't <laughs> shoot. And if you're going to have him on the floor with Bam, that's two guys who don't space the floor. You yeah. just, and Jimmy don't shoot threes. He's not a shot. So he's just packed nah. Like, nah. they have that whole nah. team to yeah, shoot. Yeah. They just don't have the consistent shooter nah. outside of Tyler Harrell. Clip, well, Clippers would probably be the better right. fit then for them for him in terms of yeah. like just I, I also distributing. No one signs Westbrook. Many just sort of... Fault. I can't imagine that. He's going to be basically free. You know, ah, someone yeah. will take a, a role. Even if you're trying to tank, you know? Like, oh, yeah, if you're trying to tank, he's the guy. He's the yeah, guy. Right. Yeah, but if, but if, Utah, if Utah's not keeping him and they're trying to tank, then <laughs> where else well, is Well, I'm sure Andrew's like, we'll do you a favor and let you try to get another job Yeah. to go where oh, you yeah. want. And he knows what's up. He knows that's what he wants. Right. Yeah, and then if nobody signs him, like, next thing you know, he's a spur. <laughs> yeah. That's right, probably man. how it goes. Agreed. It's my last one, man. Uh, how, I'm not saying that this was the whole reason. The way I'm the way I'm saying this is, I feel like it was like the final straw. But the Celtics break the Nets. Like with that blowout loss, like the final, like Kyrie was just like, I'm never like this team is never going to be as good as those guys. Like all the flowers he was giving the Celtics, like. Did, 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 was that it? Was that like the? No, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it's fun for me to think. Like, yes, absolutely. But I don't. <laughs> in reality, I, I don't think so. I no? don't think it was about one specific team. I just think it was Kyrie being his normal self, and it wouldn't have mattered anything. If but. like they could have been ten and zero versus the Celtics in their last ten, and I still think he would have done the exact same thing. I I don't think it helps. I think he allows the Boston crowd to mentally get in his head because he's been awful basically every time they've played. But I don't think he was like, I need to get away from the Celtics. I just think it was like, that's just what Kyrie does. And it just so happened the Celtics were the last team to play him. 
and they blew him out. I don't, but I don't think yeah. it was like it wasn't like when the big three sent LeBron to Miami. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Like uh, they yeah. blew LeBron. LeBron was like, like I yeah, need he, to do he it. hit a wall. He was yeah, like, I'm I can't not going to beat these them. guys. Right, I need to go right. to Miami. I don't think Kyrie yeah. was like. I'm never going to beat the Celtics again. I need to get out of here. <laughs> but I do I do think he, there's some truth to him wanting to go west. And the reports of uh, him really wanting to go to Phoenix, and that didn't, that when that didn't happen, he's like, all right, as long as I'm, I'm, as long as I'm in the west, there's an easier yeah. shot to get to the finals, right? Because Well, I mean, the downside for him is every other team around him loaded up. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, I don't even know if that's even going to work because they still have to play defense. Basically, so. I was going to ask you that, too. With yeah. him and Luka, does that, how does that work? I mean, it won't. I don't know. It doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, I mean they were playing fast without him. It doesn't work when you're talking about one of the most selfless players in basketball. Yeah. Like, you just give... You give Luca another guy that's creator that can get his own shot. It can work, but I think the main part is they're going to just be staggered, right? Like you'll probably see them together for the first three or four minutes, and then Kyrie will probably be the first subs, and then they'll just be staggered, and then they'll close. Mm-hmm. And when you're closing, it's really just isolation basketball. Like that's yeah. all the NBA is at the end of games. And both Luca and Kyrie are really good isolation players. So offensively, I think it works, but who are they? Who are they guarding? Who are they stopping? On no, the yeah, that, yeah, definitely not. No, no, they're not stopping anybody. And and Jason Kidd, I still like Denver. Jason Kidd does not have the mental fortitude to put a game plan. Right, game. like just match them up. Yeah. Let's say we get a Mavs Sun series. Yeah. How are they guarding the Suns along the path? <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll be relying on Pick your poison. They'll be relying on Christian Wood to to lock down KD, which is just, that's not that's, happening, right? Right. <laughs> you got, you got, you're gonna ask Luca to guard Devin Booker, right? That's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> no, throw um, throw, throw Kyrie on Booker. He'll be fine. He'll lock him yeah. down. Yeah, like we all, we know he's always engaged and loves yeah. defense. So <laughs> I just I just don't know who they're gonna. His favorite thing to do, yeah. Who they're gonna well, guard? I think I think the Mavericks are a little bit worse off with this trade, to be honest with you, because I feel like, well, first off. Like basketball wise, they're worse off. Like culture wise, they're fucked. I can't wait. Right now, they're happy go lucky. You should have seen. Did you guys see him last night? Like He's walking, yeah. walking and throwing. Oh, he looks so happy in the press conference. Yeah. We finally got another player, and it's just like, dude, I've seen the story multiple times, man. Yeah. I cannot wait. I cannot. I would say they they definitely raised their ceiling because I think you can. Like they have a better chance of winning the title with Luca and Kyrie than Luca and Dinwiddie in that back. But they mm-hmm. also lowered their floor because now you're worse defensively getting rid of Dinwiddie and Finney Smith on the other end. So it's like it's like they have the potential to hit a higher high, but if it goes south and they're not stopping anybody, they're going to be way worse. Yeah, I think they got to figure out, too, like how they want to play in terms of pace. I mean, I saw a lot of uh, a lot of running with, with Kyrie, and I'm like, I don't know if that works essentially with Luka in there as well because Luka's more of a slower slower okay, guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Dude, what they should do to really top things off in Dallas, go out and sign Westbrook. Put the three-headed monster <laughs> in the backcourt. Everyone fights for the ball. J.K. J.K. is like, challenge accepted. Roll the ball out. <laughs> I think it could work. <laughs> I just want I just they will want have Westbrook play the, play the three. Yeah. I just want there to be a Mad Sun series. I just yeah, think yeah, we yeah. deserve that. Yeah. Especially after that would be fun. Yeah, I love that. Would be fun. I, love I mean, the playing game. I, I mean, if the playoffs started today. 
Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what yeah. Be the case. No, I love the fact that Kyrie, I love the fact that Kyrie was like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna you know see see Durant more." I'm like, "Yo, dude, you guys were just teammates like a few days ago. <laughs> what's the matter with you guys? <laughs> you weren't seeing him every day. Like, what's with you? Uh, we're gonna see each other more often. You know, we're gonna play against each, play against each other. It's like, yo, dude, what the fuck we gotta do with Brooklyn? What the fuck we all doing for the last three four years? I also can't wait for Kyrie's realization of like, hey, Brooklyn fans versus Dallas fans. He's fucked, dude. He's gonna hate that city. He's gonna hate that state. He's gonna be out of there so quick. It's it's going it's gonna to be beautiful to watch. I give it ten. <laughs> let's let's check back at the end of February. This thing's gonna be a fire. It's just crazy. Well, I mean, listen, I, I let's ask him on July. I think Grandy tweeted it out. He was like, "Ask Kyrie on July first how he feels about being mm. a Dallas Maverick." <laughs> <laughs> like, well, ask him when he has a choice where he can go where he wants. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all that all that nonsense he was talking like, you know, I didn't feel respected in Brooklyn. I was like, so then why'd you opt in, my dude? Why did you opt in the last <laughs> last year of your contract? Why you had the, all you the, 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 the opportunity to leave? James and Anthony Davis right now, if you would have just opted out, you know, yeah. what I mean? you would have just had to take a thirty million dollar pay cut. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Like something could have happened, you know, but yeah. <laughs> uh, he's Dan Greenberg, Barstool Sports. You can follow him on Twitter at Stool Greeny. That's at Stool Greeny, Dan. It's always fun, man. We could we, we could talk here off for another hour or so, but we'll let you go. Appreciate All it. All right, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Always a blast. Anytime. You know, just hit we me did. up. I'm not doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> we did a we did a little bit of like pretty much the whole day. That's good. The, the, yeah, dude, that was, everything. Yeah. Now yeah. we wait, man. Now we just fucking I gotta go back to my timeline and just keep refreshing it. <laughs> Yo, seriously, man. Yo, Twitter like broke last night too for a little bit. You see that? That was crazy. I thought it was just me. I was like, what do you mean I'm at my limit? I know, right? I was like, that makes no damn sense. I was like, what? I'm looking up the rules. It's like you can only do like 24, like 100 tweets. I'm like, I've never even done like 100. What's going on? Here? I know. Well, I said that too. It was, it was like, it was like 4,600. I was like, all right. So I counted. I was like, hey, do you know how many 4,600 is? I said 14. Like, you're not even close. Uh, to everyone at 2 a.m. on Twitter for no reason. Yo, I'm oh at the God. game. I'm at the game and tweet deck for like a, the whole first half. Tweet deck was just like, no, we're not doing that today. I was like, what? What the fuck? Like, I need updates. Come Exactly. Yeah, I was freaking out. I was like, I was like, Brad's gonna do something. I'm not gonna be able to see the tweet. This is it. I've been waiting all season. <laughs> oh man, all right, Dan. We'll talk soon, bro. All right, guys. Have a good one. You too, man. You too, man. Yeah, later. Man. All right, see ya. Man, that dude could always make you uh, just feel a little better about your uh, about the Celtics, right? Like, even if it's like you weren't as hesitant, you feel a little better about the team than you did before he called in. That was great. Yeah, man, I never would have thought that I would have said I'd rather have Mike Muscala than uh, Jameis Wiseman, but I guess... Yeah, I wish people could see the look on your face. <laughs> when he said that, yo, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo... No, but, you, but, but Ducha, you did you did what most Celtics fans do, and it's like, what? Like, that's all they wanted? So, like, why didn't, like, the Celtics no, do that? But, but it's not. It's, it, it depends on different yeah. things. Jameis Wiseman is still on his, in his rookie contract. Yeah. Could have easily swung that deal. And I'm not saying, he's oh, not the, he's not the healthiest guy. Really, not, no, we needed, I, Jameis Wiseman is on a rookie deal. We could have afforded him and you could have brought him in. But mm, you got to re up, man. What do you mean? For you real, on that rookie yeah, deal yeah, just, yeah. No, you don't have to re him up if you're just giving him second round draft picks. You can let him prove himself. That's what I'm saying. And then Grant Williams versus Jameis Wiseman make that decision in the offseason. Uh, but but Muscala is what three point two this year, and he's got a team option next year for the same amount. So Muscala has giant ears, bro. I don't trust a dude with giant ears. 
well, the Celtics trusted him enough to uh, send off two second round picks and Justin Jackson. So uh, no one could really be upset about this if it's a if it's a bust, I guess. <laughs> and I think the only way it really is a bust is if uh, something terrible happens to one of your other centers and that he's forced to play. You know, which would, would wouldn't be ideal, but you yeah. you you feel you you know that if if you need someone to to, to Play minutes here and there around the end of quarters that you could you could plug someone in like that. It's a regular. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. it won't be. It won't be an an, an Christian situation, right? And so we we good. No, oh, yeah. That's what it screams to me is the non Christics, bro. Yeah. Oh, that was a bad deadline move. That was because you trusted a fucking lazy ass shag. Oh, I'm good. I'll be good. Yeah, you get rid of Perk. We'll be all right. Um, you know who was really silent at the trade deadline? Chicago Bulls. They didn't do nothing. Yeah, they're just chilling, man. I, I feel like they're just like the way they're... everything blew up in their faces. And they're just like, let's just let's just yeah. ride it out. I think this... the Knicks. I think the Knicks were trying to get Levine. Uh, Levine, but then I guess maybe Chicago wanted too too much back, or I don't know. But then they went after uh, Josh, like Hart. Josh... They Josh Hart instead. So Knicks, I, you know me. I'm I'm a sneaky Knicks. I like the Knicks as being like a little rabble rouser in the bottom half of the half of the conference. I don't understand what Portland is doing. Like, why did no, you? No, Portland doesn't know what Portland is doing. <laughs> like, why did you sign Gary Payton Jr.? Yeah, what was that? And that then trade crazy. him back to you the let, fucking team. You let, you let the Warriors just bully you like that? I don't, back. I don't understand it. Yo. You know what the funniest part about that whole trade was? Is is I'm about to hit up Gary. Yeah, I'm about to hit up uh, Gary Payton. Gary Payton Sr. Be like, how you feeling about this? He's gonna be like, I fucking love it. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We're in Oakland right now, man. <laughs> Richard Richard said something that was the dumbest thing on TV I've heard. He you tends know, to he tends to do that, yeah. He was like, "You see what? You see, you guys, guys, don't take a hometown discount in the NBA, okay? Because you go get your money and they'll bring you back." I'm like, "Yo, this has never happened before in the NBA history, okay? Where somebody says you can't afford me, I'm gonna go sign, and then the next season they trade second round picks for you in a three way deal. Like, no, that never happens." And he was like, "See." That's why you don't take hometown discounts, people. <laughs> like, yo, Rich Jefferson, <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've the ever cl- heard. The closest thing would be like Al Horford two years later removed. But and you're, you're still you're still getting paid on the, that contract where sure. no one thought you were gonna you were gonna get that here in Boston. Sure, Gary Payton, nowhere. Gary Payton, the second, the third. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think he's the third. The right? third. Yeah, he's the third. Whatever. Even though he's not anywhere near Al Horford, Al Horford was. No, I know, I know. I, I see. I'm just throwing, throwing names out there. It's just a dumb thing for Richard Jefferson to say. All right, are we looking ahead. Or are we looking ahead. What are we doing? I don't know, man. You keep talking. Why don't you fucking lead us in there? Talking about random trades. We got uh, we got four four games going into the All Star break. Yoso, um, there is. I would say these four teams the Celtics are playing did make some moves, but no major moves in the trade deadline. So we're not going to see any crazy, you know, uh, superstars playing for any of these teams. But um, the Hornets did make a move today. I think they dished out uh, – they they got Reggie Jackson. They yeah. were in a three-team team deal. They gave up Jalen McDaniels. Who was very sought after? Surprised to see him move, but Hornets are just straight up tanking, so they're going to buy out everybody they got. 
Yeah. Daniel's not bad. He had a he had a hot streak and then he really cooled off. He's been streaky ever since. But he can um he can start the stashy for you. He's got he's got upside. Well, what? Watch how did you forget the fucking Macy Plumley deal, bro? Oh, Mason. <laughs> yeah, he's on my fantasy team. Hopefully, it works out for him. Oh, that'll work out for him big time. That's because- a good that's a good pickup for the Clippers. Zubak, Zubak, and Plumlee. Now that's that's not bad. That's not bad. His huh. name was mentioned in trade rumors, but yeah, that's a good pickup for Clippers. Clippers yeah. are just sort of. I mean, they got a lot on their mind. I guess they're, they're trying to yeah. look at everything. Yeah. No, literally the Clippers. They were like, KD took. Oh God damn it! We got to fucking. No, the, the Clippers were like. They're like, yo. By the way, if Westbrook doesn't come here, we're fucked. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. yeah, we know. We know, man. All right, cool. <laughs> Throwing our eggs on this one basket. See what they happens. really should have. They really should have sent five like, second round picks over to Boston for Peyton Pritchard because they need a ball handler. They should have just sent us the five picks for Pritchard. <laughs> They probably would have just held on to Wall. Actually, actually no, no, no. I was, I was, about, I was no, just about to say that. No, but I was just about to say that. Like, if John Wall gets bought out, like, yeah, just bring him in for, like, you know, the veteran, uh-huh. veteran minimum. No, John Wall, John Wall, <laughs> John Wall is having Groundhog Day vibes right now. He's like, you sending me to Houston again? No, he's going to get bought out, so it's all good. <laughs> Still, and Eric be- Gordon, and Eric Gordon's finally free. Yeah, no right. No complaining, all right? He's on the Eric Clippers. Go- He's gonna be he's gonna be in the postseason with a smile on his face, bro. Bro, this the John Wall thing is gonna turn into the Gary Payne when when the when the Celtics traded him to the Hawks. The Hawks waved him, and he came back days later. They're gonna do that with John Wall if they can't land Westbrook. Well, I really, yeah, who's next on the schedule, man? We're back in trade talk again. Damn it, Hornets. Hornets did some stuff today. Hornets come to Boston. Uh, and Why are you? Is this your new thing now? You're just gonna like recap the opposing franchise's situation. You know yeah. where they stand. Well, I will say one thing about the next team. So the Hornets out just last week. The Grizzlies. Which I understand why that's on the ESPN game. But the Grizzlies, Grizzlies, Boston, ABC, uh, on Manet. Uh right before the Super Bowl, guys. Yeah. A little bit of a – you don't want to watch Terry Bradshaw talk for seven straight hours and <laughs> a bit foaming out his mouth. I know, uh, I know, I know one guy we're not going to hear from for seven hours. Oh. Michael Urban. Oh. Yeah. Too soon? Oh. Sorry. Free Michael Irvin. Free the free playmaker. Um hey, real quick. No, oh, okay, I'm not gonna go into this crazy thing, but this is uh, the rest of the But I you're gonna but you're gonna go into it anyway. Yeah. I, won't say, I won't say more trade stuff the rest of the time. But the Grizzlies, I think now are on the in the uh, second tier of the Western Conference out of nowhere because they didn't make a single move today to improve their team. I mean that, well, what do you think their outlook is for the rest of the season, Sean? Well, I think you know. Shut that all up! We're not doing this. No, no, Damn they it. did, they did, they got, they got Canard, but that's go ahead. <laughs> so the Grizzlies, you know, they yeah, re- you're not even up to speed with these guys. I know, right? <laughs> There's been there's literally been 17 trades. Like it's hard. Like you just you just you you want to give the rundown for every team instead of just talking about the matchup. I didn't know right there. I thought Canard was going to get bought out. Anyways, Grizzlies come to South. That'll be a good game on on Super Bowl Sunday. Love to see. Yeah, that. the big bad Grizzlies. How are we feeling about them? And I'm not saying they're. Their overall outlook. I, I get you know, those questions to Joel. I was just Joel, saying, no, no, no. That's a, that's a, you, you get you get a timeout. Sit, sit, sit yeah. this one out. Sit this one out. Yeah. Time, time you, out for five minutes. Don't you take a twenty second real quick, Joel? <laughs> the Grizzlies. This whole, this whole John Morant thing and, 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 and being tough and all that. What do you? How, how do you feel about that? Like, I don't personally. I don't hate it. It's just the. Uh, uh, what, what do you call it? The the after school activities that I don't I don't agree with. The problem, I don't know the problem is I don't know who's telling the truth here with the whole no. laser pointing thing, but that's a little too far. But I don't mind the on the court 
rugged and we, we, we've been trying to reach this level. So we're, we're going to be aggressive about it approach. I, I don't hate that. You know? Yeah, no, uh, the, with him and just in general, when, uh, you know, you tweet out nonsense, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Mm. All right. Ja tweeted out. I think someone was like, yo, stop acting like you're a tough guy. You know, just, that's not you. You know, you're in the NBA now. And and I remember him responding to, you know, I'm not, this is not verbatim, but like, that's who I am. I'm not going to change who I am just because I'm in the NBA. Oh, like, boy. That's, like, that's, what, that's, what, that's what Uncle Shannon had to step in. Yeah. And it's like, and yeah, yeah. And Uncle Shannon he, was like, I thought, he, I thought he nailed it. Yeah. Uncle Shannon, for the first time, I agree with him. Like, you ain't about <laughs> that life. Time, you ain't about that life. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you, yeah. that's not true. That's not true. Like, you you making my, my millions. Line, I love that he said that. My favorite line was, "All those people you writing for, they would all trade lives with you." Like, exactly. They, yeah. like, they all want. They want your life. They want why your you life. Want their, why, why do you want their life? Yeah. <laughs> and then now you got pictures of him when he was a kid with his parents. You know. And then oh. I, I saw I saw an eight mile uh, like video. Oh, that's that yeah. was that was great. That was great. Whoever, whoever, yeah. whoever had time to do that. You know, kudos. And pictures. Does the pictures with his family when he was younger? Does his dad still like look like Usher? Yes, just a, just a younger <laughs> version. He had the shades on and everything, so it's like this, yeah. this is the same look you've had for like you know thirty thirty some odd years. So you know, he looked like a he looked like a, a, a father that, that didn't know that he was about to have a, a, a rich future. A rich future, exactly. exactly. <laughs> now someone's going to be taken care of for the rest of his life. <laughs> now he can't stop smiling. He's yeah, I know, right? He's just like. <laughs> You know, whether they win or not, like I'm I'm safe alive, you know, it's all good. Right. He had that he had that I'm not sure if this is my baby look on his face. Yeah. So going back <laughs> going back to <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so going back to your original question this way. Like it's one thing to be cocky on the court. It's another thing to think that like, you know, you live a certain lifestyle that you don't. And it's gonna catch up to you because right. You know, my my boy got banned from the arena for you know I don't know if it was for life or for a year. I don't forget what it was. So like his constant bitching about like oh er, th- th- everybody hates us. No, nah, bro. Right, right. Everybody just hates your attitude, your your right. like your outlook on like the rest of the league thinking that like you guys suck. No, no one said that. Like right. play the game, but you know I feel like I feel like the Grizzlies have been a little overrated in general because like. They're like unorganized. Sometimes when you see them play ball, it's like, all right, my turn. And then like, okay, now you drive in, and then it's like, they don't. It's not really like a team team game for the right. most part with them. They have a lot of talent, but if Ja, ja ain't on, they ain't winning. Yeah, you know? and plus, there's there should be like a, you know, a, a veteran, like maybe not an Al Horford type, but I don't know, somebody. You know like, what? You know what they remind me of? They sort of remind me of like. No, no one was even asking you, bro. I know, right? Bro. You're still in your timeout, bro. But go ahead. No, I'm not. I'm oh, off. Fuck. They I sort, didn't hear the buzzer. They sort of remind me of the Isaiah Thomas Celtics right now. Of like, they don't want to give up those pieces of like Jay Crowder. No, but and no, but, but that team, that team, Peter like Crowder. that team, yeah. they walk, they walk the 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 talk though. Memphis is not really doing that. Memphis has not even been past the second round. No, they want to be. They want to be Celtics of that age. But and the, saying, and the, and the, and, the, and the big difference between that. Yeah, I was going to say though, that was the that was the case with the Celtics, though. Yeah, but the, no, and, no, and, no, and, no. But the, but the, with with the Celtics, it was they, they were like. No, with the Celtics I'm, was, was, they everyone yeah. thought that that team 
was they're supposed to be rebuilding. They're supposed to be tanking. Remember that? And the crowd was like, I didn't yeah. come over here to get fucking to 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 be tanking games. Like I'm trying yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I don't want to be the joke of the NBA type of shit. So like they were more like the underdogs. The Memphis Memphis doesn't want to go through that. They didn't want to go through that phase of being underdog. They're just like, no, like we're here. We've arrived. You're not the yeah. you're not the you know grits and not balls there. grizzlies of like you know Randolph and and those guys. Like that's not you. You guys are not. That's not you. You don't live that life. They still need. They still need a. They still need a third, and they're so hooked on that. Dylan Brooks and uh, Desmond Bain, like, can support Jaron Jackson and, and John Moran and make a playoff run. They're just not that. They're not. You. They need to move one of those guys to actually be a contender, and that's that's what they have to figure out. But they they they're not there yet. But they're, they're, they kind of remind me of that young. Kind of remind me of that young Trailblazers team. But okay, all right, no, not really because they weren't. They weren't as like. They weren't, they weren't as rugged. They were kind of like, Not like, that. like hey, we're, we're on the up and up. We're young and we believe in each other. You know, that type, you know, it was, it was, it was, you know, Wesley and, and, um, I don't know, Wesley Matthews, Lillard, uh, uh, and then LaMarcus and his prime, Mark- LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah. Robin Lopez. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that lineup. Oh, okay. I, like I think I think you're talking about like the Bonzi Wells era. I was, I was about to be like, yeah, you, you, you definitely didn't want to run into them like in the fucking in a bar. Oh no, no, no. after, <laughs> after Bonzi, no, no. See, the problem with that team was they had that small window in the sense of you, you can't re-sign all these guys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And little by little, they just started to they broke up. Yeah, that's where I feel like. I think that's you know what that's a way better analogy than what I put out there because they're right there. They're gonna have to figure it out, but they're right. And then everyone's <laughs> contract, but they but they but they come up soon, you know. So yep. yeah. And they're all gonna get you know massive egos, yeah. But still, great, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Great game for pre Super Bowl Sunday basketball, hungover watching basketball. <laughs> Do it up. Um, all right, that's at one o'clock on Sunday, and then we got a little bit of two uh, o'clock, but sure. Oh, sorry, two o'clock. Sorry, excuse me. Um, the thing that I'm looking at, and this is why you should do Microsoft Bing. Is everything's on Central Time for some reason? I have no fucking clue why everything's on Central Time. But anyways, two o'clock on Sunday. There we go. Uh, at the Garden, drive me crazy with Yahoo Fantasy drafts. Like, who the dude. fuck did this? Why like, <laughs> did this? Like I'm trying. Yeah. I, I have a deadline to change my players. Why is it saying four thirty? Like what is it? <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about like the day of the draft or something. You get that shit mixed up. Oh, so to fuck you up. Yeah, you're fucked. Um. All right. So that's on Sunday. Pre Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, hold on, real quick. Are we gonna have a Super Bowl Sunday in the in case you missed it talk, or are we should no. talk about? All right. Who you got in Super Bowl then? I got KC, unfortunately. Uh, see, I want them to, but I think it's gonna be the Eagles. See, I want the Eagles, but I think it's gonna be KC. So when I'm betting ah. or on Saturday, I think I'm gonna put some money on my home. Yeah, I think it's KC. Nice. I don't want the Eagles. <laughs> but I, Why you know, want the I, Eagles? I don't, yeah. want, I don't want KC either, but it's Philly, bro. I can't stand Philly. Yeah. I I love the fans are annoying as hell. Suck, I, I love Jalen Hurts. I love Jalen Hurts. I love A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith, I like too. Like A.J. Brown, I like. Yeah, all those players I really like, Fuck but they Philly. play for the Eagles. And you know what? I'd be so much happier if the Eagles – you know when I stopped liking the Eagles is when they did Donovan McNabb dirty. That was no yeah. reason. There was no. no reason. <laughs> he was the man. I loved Donovan McNabb, man. He had like three or four more years that he could have brought you to the, to more AFC NFC championships and maybe made it through one year. And they gave up on that motherfucker too quick. 
ruined yeah. his career. Anyways. Yeah, it was never the same after that. He went to Washington. Yeah. He went to Washington, and then you had no talent around him. The whole T.O. Donovan. Fuck it's fucking Washington. Yeah, it's Washington. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking Washington, of course. The worst part about that was Philly fans was like, see, we fucking told you so. We're better off with fucking, who was the dude? Oh, there was some Race, racist ass fucking, racist you know, ass team. <laughs> There was some white ass. There was some white motherfucker backup that played one good game. AJ something. AJ Dylan. No, something like. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think yeah. Uh. Anyways, that's yeah. Kirk Cousins. No. no, it was uh. That was that was in Washington after Donovan, but. Yeah. No. I know. Uh. All right. So then, uh, Valentine's Day, we have a really big matchup against the uh, Jay Crowder led Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Jay Crowder led Milwaukee. Um, Yay! I knew it's gonna fucking happen. See, I knew it's gonna happen. The Southerns don't get them. The Bucks on the swoop in there and be like, "Hey, if we don't get them, they're gonna get them." So, well bro, done, bro, they well were done. they were meant to get them. They like they didn't have a meeting with them. That like the 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 sons like authorized. Like, yeah, go ahead, go talk to fucking Milwaukee and see if they can yeah. work some shit out for you. What is this coaching job? That's what I'm it's saying. Like, 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 how does that like? That's just, he gave them permission. Yeah, like. That's just weird. I thought that was you the know, weirdest thing. I was like, as soon as that- we, re- we really want those five second rounders, especially like, as- for 2028. <laughs> this eighth grader I just saw, he's amazing. Like, yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, he's going to Milwaukee. Like, it's going to happen sooner or later, whether he gets bought out. Or, well, that happened you know, very quickly. It did. Very quickly. It did. Very quickly. Did. And the he's more- going to be such a goon in that series. I don't know how it's going to happen, but something, well, I probably have an, I have an idea, I guess. He's a conference finals, probably, but uh, when the Celtics play the Bucks, man, he's going to be a thorn. That's my be words. Tough. That's gonna be tough. It's gonna have yeah. shit the fucking twenty twenty all over again when he was a. Page. He's just gonna be. He's just gonna be baiting Jalen to get him out of his game, and I'm not saying that he's gonna be successful every time, but he's just gonna be. A, he's gonna be a thorn that could have been on your side. I don't remember that's how, the way I saw it. Remember how bad it was in twenty twenty when we had to root against Jay Crowder. We're back at that spot again, man. That's a tough spot to be in. You know what? I was thinking maybe Miami too, but yeah. but yeah. I don't know for some reason though. I don't think I'm not feeling or I don't think. It's gonna be like, like Crowder going to Miami vibes because he hasn't played all season. He's all gotta right. get like a, he's gotta get like well, gotta, acclimated. Gotta to April. Yeah, yeah. playoffs. Crowder, yeah. Crowder will be. I think in the, in the game that we we play on February fourteenth, aka Valentine's Day, fellas, don't forget. Oh, well done, fellow. <laughs> you see the It's the second that? time he's done that, but go ahead. <laughs> don't they been on Valentine's Day, are they? Yeah, Valentine's Day, baby. Celtics. Yeah. Wait, wait. Who who's your Valentine this year? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some plans that day, all right? So, so, I was like, wait a so, minute. So it's like, so it's like, so it's like I walked right into that. Yeah. All right, and then, uh, and then February 15th, which is your anniversary. Real. Yeah. No, yeah. February 15th. It's uh, a very important day in my life. You better play some Tony, Tony, Tony that day. I literally saw the look on Sean's face being like, wait, what am I doing that day? <laughs> got nothing planned. He's like, um, he's like, fuck, that's next week. Wherever I'm going to be playing, I will be uh, having a nice romantic dinner in front nice. of the TV because it's Celtics Pistons, baby. It's oh, that's just squad. On your anniversary. You can't make this on my, you, can't, you can't make this up. It's my... Bro, it's the, this, is the, this is the third year, man. It's a big one. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. It's the three loves of my life. My wife. The Celtics and the Pistons, baby. All right, the 2022 Pistons, baby. So not, so, so not your son. All right, cool. By the way, anyone want to guess the Pistons' record this year? When like, the season ends, or you mean right now? Right now. Right now, they're like 14 and 42, right? You are correct. 
I mean, they just played them, but okay. <laughs> Imagine being 14-42. That is awful. Oh, jeez. How do you remember that? How do you remember the record? When I did the recap, I always that's what no. uh, <laughs> Joel, when I do in case you missed it, Joel pulls up the same schedule, dude. He's looking at the same thing I'm looking at. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's like <laughs> Just in case Sean slips up and skips a game, I'm there. To, you know, that's what he's doing. But, I'm talking about some player who got traded two years ago. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, maybe, maybe the February 15th date night is at the at the TD Garden going to the Pistons. That's, get, that's what I thought you'd be looking at your face with. Courts. Yeah, I'll let you, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll introduce you to uh, Ivy or whatever. One of your favorite Yo, bring, get, get me in front of Come to shoot around, bro. Uh, yo, that's that's I'm, the, my plans are plans are. You being, always have like a slightly better chance with the opposing team than the, than the, the Celtics players, especially Jaden Ivy, because I, I feel like in Boston, yeah. they'd be like, "Yo, no one cares. I'm here." Just, right. If you if you call out the name, you got to sharpen your hand. Or he's coming over. <laughs> All right, so those are the four games, and then we have a little bit of a break into the All Star Week and Our Star Weekend. Hey, Utah. Anyways, 4-0 Celtics. I think 4-0 Celtics. That's that's my prediction. All right, what we got? Memphis. Uh, we got Hornies. Hornies, Grizzlies, Hornies. Buckies, and Pisties. What you got? 2-2, two two, man. 2-2. Two two. We're not losing to the Bucks. I mean, yo, Mark is not Mark is not walking through that door until that All Star weekend. Not only, not only that, <laughs> we, make, we don't know how long Jalen's gonna be out. Oh, I was gonna say, oh, Jalen's not walking through that door until after All Star break. Yeah, it's a good point. Before you make your prediction, think about the potential of masked Jalen. Oh, no, yeah, but that's probably gonna be like after that's the All Star break. break, or, or if anything, yeah. maybe not because it's Detroit, right? That's the last game before. I don't know, maybe the Bucks, maybe. No. I think he's coming back for the Bucks. Maybe comes back for the Bucks, but you know, looking at looking at uh, the injury report for before the Hornets game, and you got like all starters that are like out or probable. Yeah, yeah it's not looking good. It's not good. Looking but, good. But at the same time, that's the one game you can give those guys an extra day around. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's good, good, you know, good, good point. You know, and then but hopefully that leads to seeing these guys available, especially the, the you, you're too big, man. Like uh, no Rob, no Al. I, I didn't like that. <laughs> but, but, but you know what? You do have you do have faith with the way Derek. Oh, Blake balled out though. We gotta give us to give us. Robin's playing Blake, right now. Blake Griffin balled out though. Blake's playing Blake. that that game was like was like it made the buyout market seem a lot more viable for me. To like, you can bring players in that have had success in other places that maybe have failed out, and if you need them for one or two games, imagine plug it into a Terrence Ross into that Philly game. Or uh, Devontae Graham into that field. That's what Max has been talking about. It's funny. He's, he's, he's big on Terrence Ross. He's hoping he gets bought out. I hope Devontae Graham gets bought out. But, but yeah, but for how many years now? The the, the Terrence Ross, oh, he's going to get traded or bought out like scenario. It happens. never fucking happens. He's got, he's got stock in Disney down there, bro. Probably <laughs> uh, at this point. But Rob, Tatum, Jalen. Horford and Smart. All That's questionable to doubtful. All, all out. Well, Jalen's out, and we know that. And Smart's been out. Smart. I wouldn't expect Smart to come back before All Star break, anyways. Just like no rush. There shouldn't be no rush to be. To be honest, I mean, Derek White. Derek White's been balling the last like seven or eight games, pretty much since Smart's gone down. That's what I mean. Derek <laughs> White has. 
been playing way better than he has last year. We're talking about like 17, 18 points the last like. Yeah. The last Hitting eight games. Running the offense. Not only that, like he's shooting it with confidence. Yeah. How confidence. many how many blocks has he had like on a nightly on a nightly basis? Very underrated when it comes to like his defense. And yep. then, and then you, we can't, you know, ever underestimate or overestimate when it comes to fucking Brogdon. Brogdon's going to do what he does. Yeah, it's going to be the Brogdon, Derek White. I mean, Blake Griffin ain't doing what he did again ever. But, but I mean, but it doesn't mean he doesn't. He shouldn't deserve any fucking minutes. No, but I think you got like the Hauser, Cornets, Muscala's, and Hauser's. He's finally he's finally woken up. The last yeah, that, like, few they're, games. They're, they move. They may lose to the Hornets if no one's playing. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Also, <laughs> did you hear? And and this is the last thing I'm going to say before we go. In case you missed it, did you hear about Thank the God. the Hayward rumors about him may being potentially bought out and the target for the Celtics? No, I think only you heard that. Yeah, that's just that thing you do. Would you even entertain that shit? I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. I don't think I would. Oh, uh, maybe. maybe. Buy out. I mean, I mean, he's a wing. Yeah, that's what they need. Especially, he wouldn't be asked to play anymore. Is exactly what the Celtics need. But you, do you want to like yeah, juju? Yeah. The juju. You don't wanna, juju. like go down don't that road? Don't juju around here. No, don't bring that. Yeah, if you believe that type of thing. And yeah. not only that, not only that, but like then you're gonna get the whole ah, Stevens is fucking in, in love with this dude. It always has been. That's why he's bringing him back. Type shit. I mean, if you can get him on a three million dollar, uh, <laughs> people would say that. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> Brad got to get his. Guy yeah, he's like, oh, he's gonna try one more time now as a GM. Get his son a ring. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that. That would be like an awful uh, dark cloud in that locker room right now. Yeah, but Jalen would be like, "Are you fucking serious?" I know. <laughs> I got to deal with this motherfucker <laughs> again with a mask on. No, fuck that. And then you got, then you got, then you got fucking, then you got Hayward on the Celtics against Crowder on the Bucks. No, you don't want that. You don't want Crowder playing against oh, Hayward. Oh man, no, you don't want that. That that would be the greatest series he's ever played. <laughs> Just <laughs> for pure motivation. <laughs> yeah. Even if Hayward doesn't play a minute, Crowder's, Crowder's putting out forty that series. Man, what if Hayward did break his leg? Anyways, come on, let's go to in case you missed it, man. <laughs> I think deep down inside, <laughs> you have that what if when it comes to Hayward. You think for some reason, if that didn't happen, Kyrie doesn't become the asshole that he was. Everything yeah. falls into place, but I don't. I don't think so. It's just uh, like the moment you know Kyrie realized this team doesn't really need me, and I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much what yeah. Like the main reason why he left, why he left LeBron, he said, "I want to lead my own team." All right, for one season before the playoffs, he did that, and then they went deep without him. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to show up for Game Seven against LeBron. Let's see, let's see how much they need me. Now. And they nearly pulled it off without him. And then he came there's back. An alternate, there's an alternate universe that I would like to live in where Kyrie walks, but. Hayward's healthy, and Rozier is just a star, you know. And the the, the Tatum amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, so. mm. Sean's plan. Sean's plan, right? <laughs> so, what do you think? Two and two. Uh... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say two and two because of because of the injuries. Um, I don't think cool. I don't think anybody plays against Detroit because it's right, be- literally right before the All Star break. Don't really need to go all hard against Detroit, really. And maybe the Charlotte game, too. I don't know. Time to wrap up the show. The way we wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street. We'll take our trip around the NBA with Joel's in case you missed it.
In case you missed it. In case you missed it. In case you missed it. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, there there was other things that happened other than uh, the trade deadline because uh, uh, there was this 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 little record that got you know broken that stood for you know about thirty eight, almost thirty nine years, and that's uh, Bron Bron passing Kareem Abdul Jabbar's all time NBA scoring record. Uh, so old news now. I know, right? <laughs> it's like it's insane. I think if I think if none of For the some reason I feel like LeBron's not happy about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Yo, you guys are talking about me for twelve hours. I know, right? He's like, nah, nah. That's why I'm not playing against the fucking Bucks. I'm, I'm, I'm taking taking that off, taking that day yeah, off. Right. I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the national uh, broadcasters just talk about what happened while I sit here and soak it all in. Yeah, I mean, you know, they stopped the game. It's the end of the third quarter. Fade away or whatever. And by the way, uh, Thomas Bryant, who got traded in that in the if you see that shot or that video, I have, I have. he's wait he's waiting for that pass, and he just, <laughs> and Bron just shoots it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I saw it. There's a couple he, too where he's like, yeah, he's like, yo, I got SGA on me, bro. Give me the ball, yo. <laughs> he's boxing up SGA, dude. He's like, yo, I'm open as fuck. He's like, man. Mother house, mother house, yo, 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 right here, right here, yo, right here, right here, right here. My guy, yo, like, yo, bro's like, I'm underneath the basket. No one can guard me. Meanwhile, Bron is like, I'm about to break the record, bro. Like, what are you doing right now? Like, what's wrong with you? Put your arm down, my dude. And then he got traded. No, and then he gets traded. But before he got traded, apparently he demanded a trade request. Yeah, after that picture, I would demand a trade too. Because he Wait, was, what? yeah, he, he asked to be traded. I definitely missed it. Are you serious? Yeah, he has to be traded because he thought that he should be playing alongside uh, AD. There's not, because when AD was out, he was, you know, starting and everything. And then he just, his minutes have gone down since AD's been back. He's like, yo, like, right. Because I, the best, right? like I, he's had a really know, good season, too. He's, that's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah. I thought that as well when you were talking about that in, oh, no, in oh, the no, group no, chat. Real quick, though, real quick, though, I'll never forget. Every time I see this dude, I'll always remember. Watching a triple overtime game between the Wizards and the Suns with Judas. <laughs> and this dude went off for like 35 and 20. And Tim was just like, who the fuck is Thomas Bryant? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was shooting lights like, out from behind the three point yeah, arc and shit. Not only that, but it, I want to say he went like like 16 for 19 for the free throw line. Like he was getting every call. Like he just dominated the Suns. Like, did they just sign this guy today? Who is this guy? And, and we didn't even plan to hang out that night. I ran into him doing Christmas shopping. He was like, yo, come over for the play. Come over for the get. Uh, man, I forgot how funny it is watching watching Tim watch a Suns game. I hadn't seen that since, like, college. So that was, when he was with us, I always think of that shit. It would funny if he got traded to the Suns. No, fuck this guy. I don't, like, I don't want this guy on the Suns. Yeah, I hate this dude. Yeah, yeah. so, no, yeah. That's funny. He's a man trade. That's how toxic that locker room is, man. Everyone's trying to get theirs, including him. And, but, you know, fuck this quote-unquote super team. We ain't going to the damn playoffs. I'm gonna be sitting on the bench for the rest of the year. Fuck that! This is my career year. Get me out of here. Right. And and reports of a heated argument between uh, Darvin Ham and Westbrook at halftime of that game. Well, no, you knew that that's gonna be Westbrook's last game of, of, <laughs> of, of, fucking, of, a, of his Laker tenure. Like he was just moping around all yeah. night. He was just like not even engaged with his, with his teammates. Not even like it was like he had blinders on. And then on top of that. You, you look back to the interview that LeBron had after Kyrie was traded to Dallas. He's just like, yeah, you know, it's a wasted opportunity. And oh, Russ yeah. Like, <laughs> that was fucked Russ up. Russ is like, yo, my man, <laughs> yeah. the only way that trade goes through is if I'm in it. Like, fuck you, man. Like, 
It's like, like yo, it already happened. You can't reverse the trade. What was the point of bringing of of of, of putting that quote out there? Like, why know, would you even say that? It's unfortunate, you know. They they didn't, you yeah. know, pull it. Up. It's like, yo, my dude. <laughs> I'm coming off the bench because of your ass. Like, right. I'm putting up 18, 8, and 8, and you're still being a douchebag right now. And you're going to go and tell the world that, man, it's too bad we couldn't trade Russ for, for Kyrie, man. Essentially, like, yeah. Literally, he pretty literally much, what you just said. He pretty much just said that. He's like, yo, I know the only way that could have happened if we, you know, <laughs> we traded Russ and the shit. I wish that kind of happened, but, you know, what you going to do? You know, now I'm focused. Now I'm focused. Into, no, you're not, bitch. Shut Russ the fuck up. sitting there <laughs> watching that mini ceremony like, fuck yeah. this. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, the funniest. So like that happened. He must have been. He must have been that dude in the locker room. Like, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, coach. Fuck you. Like, he just went off, bro. <laughs> like, he lost. And the, the dude that he said he said you're cool with is Pat Bev. That's 100. percent He's like, it's, it's me and you, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> who, who also got who also got papers. it. You got his walking papers. <laughs> <laughs> Pink yeah. slips for fucking just, Mo Bamba, dude. Out of all people, yeah. That just sort of goes to show like how absolutely dysfunctional that fucking Lakers team is. LeBron. Oh, Trying to break LeBron, LeBron's literally trying to break the biggest record of all. <laughs> Going hard, getting upset when he doesn't get fouls called. He's like, "Yo, yeah, I gotta I, get this record." People barely, people barely dapped him up as they look in the huddle when he went back. Everyone was so mad. He was Bro. like, he was like the happiest dude in the world, and everyone was just like, "Yo, why don't you go fuck yourself, LeBron?" Okay, like go fuck. <laughs> and on top, and on top <laughs> of that, though, to his credit though. LeBron's never like that. It was the one time when he was like, "Wow, he's really trying to get his. Like, he wants to get this thing over with before halftime." Like, <laughs> but yeah, it was just funny seeing everyone yeah. react to me. Like, yo, that, I've had it with this dude. Yo, like, and whatever. And yeah. on top of that, after the speech, after you know, dropping you know an unnecessary f bomb on live television. For him to be like, all right, guys, let's go get this win. It's like, yo, fuck off, bro. You, 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 you get the win. Go ahead. Go, go, go do that, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> go nuts. You're, you got 38, right? Go ahead. Go for 50 then. Why not? <laughs> go dump up Kareem again. Yeah, exactly. Hold his L. <laughs> Fucking guy. Yeah, so. Um, but congrats, man. I know, right? That, that's great. Still, still, still. Great, great accomplishment, though. You know, we, we sound like, you know, we the way we sound like is more because of our Boston fandom towards LeBron in general, you know. Um, I don't even say that. He's just, he's just fun to make fun of. Uh, I mean, that LeBron, too. LeBron's always, for so many years, he was in the playoffs. Like, yeah, that too. And plus. Window, and he's just not there. I can speak, yep. I can speak for all three of us and, and say that, you know, we're team MJ as the GOAT over LeBron, right? Am I Nothing's changed. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> no, no, the way you were shaking out there, you better be like, actually. No, no. All right, cool. All right. Let me throw something out there for you. Okay. Is there one player in the NBA that could potentially break that record before they retire? You want me to say Luca, right? That's what you want me to say. Luca, if not Luca, hey, Tatum. I'm yeah. saying that's the average in the next 14 seasons, which. Yo, who who put this stat out there? Max brought this up too. Like, who, who's the guy? Because they keep pointing at this. Yo, if he averages, was it 31 for the next 14 years? He'll, he'll no. just beat LeBron right now. You know, LeBron's yeah. done. So. And LeBron, yeah, he could potentially oh, no, play another four to five more years if he stays. That's false. At this, that's false what? That he can't play another four or five years? No, I'm saying, I'm saying if, okay, yeah, okay. If LeBron, to, uh, for Tatum to pass this, to pass Kareem. He has to average 27 over the next 14 years, which yeah. is death. That's Kareem, though. Yeah. Like, when LeBron is all said and done for him, he'll be, like, you know, between 43 to 45,000 fucking points. I think what Sean's trying to say is, like, he's, he's feeling comfortable with saying that there's a great chance he'll be at least number two when it's all said and done. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say if, like, yeah. the 
I mean, he's about to hit the the the, the thousand. He's going to become the, the youngest player to hit a, a thousand threes, and he's not even twenty five yet. Like, he's on track to. To at, least, yeah. to at least crack a top five. He had a chance. Like, the way Tatum's going right now. He had a chance to do that against the against the 76ers, but he shot like ass that game. What, what I'm yeah, trying to seriously, do. and, he, and he's literally the, this is the one year where he's averaging three three pointers a game, and he couldn't do it. That couldn't day. do it. Couldn't do it. It was all I'm, it was all Blake and fucking Derek White. It, Kareem's record lasted forever, right? Thirty nine years. Forty years. Damn, damn near forty years. LeBron's gonna have this record last for about ten because. Or 20, because he was the first player that has had a long, like, prolific career in the three-point era. And no. Kareem did all that. Was. Kareem made one three-point in his career. One. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the impressive part, too, is that he's the outlier when you compare him to, like, other face-of-the-league superstars. Because obviously he had those extra years, the, the, the leg up and, and entering the league when he was 18. But... To be this consistent, a consistent twenty point score, pretty much throughout his entire career, man. I, I, I think it, it wasn't until like what oh nine or twenty ten when people were like, he's got a shot to chase I mean, to chase down Kareem, which is impressive, obviously. But right, which nowadays one... everyone's okay. going at least one year in college, but it's not even making a difference because the the volume of three pointers nowadays no like, matter guys like guys like Luca and Tatum, like they got a shot. You know, they definitely got a shot. And you know what? Yeah. It's if LeBron plays another four years, then that may be untouchable because a 25-year career playing at that level, even if he goes down to 18 points in his last year, that's just insane, the amount of like games he he's played. And the reason why I think Tatum has a better chance than Luka is durability and minutes played because Tatum may not be the top of the per game, but he's always near the top. Total points. Total points, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Because right. Tatum, I, I did the average. If Tatum plays 75 games on average over the, the next 14 years, he passes Kareem at 27 points a game, which I think, like, now, like, he's entering his prime. So we're going to see some 30-point, 29-point, 31-point seasons coming up out of Tatum coming up soon. He's at, 30, he's at 31 right now. Right. So I'm just saying. And then, and then of course, right when he hit 31, he had, like, 12 points the last game. But yeah, yeah. He, he fucked it up. Right, but yeah. <laughs> if Tatum, Tatum, Tatum will easily average that twenty six point nine, twenty seven point two. Like that's a that's going to be a down year for Tatum when we're talking about him in the next ten years. So yeah, man, there, there, the window is open. The three pointers is open now. He has to shoot a better percentage from three, but that he could potentially it's, be a bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and his volume, his volume is is, is higher than ever. Yeah, for. And the games play, man. The dude, the dude doesn't fucking get knock on fucking wood, but he's not like Luca getting injured every fucking game and missing four or five games. Yeah, he's a he's a freak of nature when it comes to like his body and. Well, I also think I also think the Durant thing about how Durant like obviously came into the league one year in college just like Tatum. He missed what a season and a half. He missed like mad. Like Durant probably could have done this too, but he's just fragile. He never bulked up like Tatum bulked up and. Yeah, doesn't doesn't uh, Durant doesn't Durant have like a, the top five like scoring average right now of like in NBA history? Average, yeah, average, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But not not total points. Not total like, points. Yeah, I know. I know. He missed much time, man. He's a yeah. project. No, that's tough. I mean, I th- I think Luca and potentially Tatum can at least reach thirty thousand, which that's not an easy thing. You overall. forget though, Luca, a lot in the European league that. Took a toll on his body. I don't think he's got the longevity that Tatum has. You got to look at longevity. Yeah. All right. 
So yeah, so uh, and, um, after all that, congrats once again to uh, LeBron. That's that's probably one of the biggest like records in sports that like many people didn't think would was possible to to break. But again, longevity, huh? So yeah, um, I think we've I think we've covered everything, you know, over the past uh, seven days and, and the association. So that's gonna do it. Wait, for, what? Wait, what? You got something? There's one more thing we gotta talk Fuck. about. One more thing there we gotta talk is. Our buddy, our dude, Tim O'Shea, who's a big Causeway Street follower. We're going out for you know, this weekend's going to be a movie. Bachelor party. It's going to be a wild weekend. So if you guys are in Encore Casino this weekend, find us, hit us up. You, we will give you. He the, said, "Chill." <laughs> you will. You will understand. Find Sean Dutra. That don't don't yeah. find everyone else. No, find 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 Tim O'Shea. That's where you can find him. Why are you putting his government out there? I know, right? <laughs> right? Well, I guess if you say Tim, they're going to think we're talking about Tunis. So yeah. No, hold on. Hold Could have just right? said Timmy O, you know? All I want to do is give a congrats, because Tim listens to all of our shit. You know that, right? Like, find, he goes, find Tim Michael O'Shea, you know? Right. Find him. All right, that's, that's, <laughs> that's going to do it for this uh, <laughs> edition of Vacation Mystic. <laughs> we didn't even get to the end of the podcast. All right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Follow us on all social media for real. Social media platforms at Causeway Street, hit up CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news, and opinions. Uh, Subscribe to our after hours. That's patreon.com slash Causeway. Uh, We'll be picking a winner soon, right? Uh, Probably after the All Star break for the uh, jersey giveaway. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has Mike Muscala picked a number yet? Is that going to be a part of the. Probably know that. Soon. 82. Mike Blue Scholar should pick 82. Sure. If you don't like that number, you can we can custom make it for whatever number you want. But fucking Muscala on the back, whatever you want to pick. And another little tidbit, he's been uh, Al Horford's teammate twice uh, a few years in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, and, this is Al's dude. I was going to bring that up. We are talking to Greeny. I forgot. Yeah, and, and, uh, and that one season he spent in uh, OKC. So, yeah. So familiar. He'll be familiar with uh, you know, his surroundings. In case you missed it, his ears, though, bro. Oh, here we go again with the fucking ears. You went through the fuck. Yo, so they're pointy weird. as fuck. They're, they're so pointy. All right. You, you, you let us know, you know, listeners, if you're still listening at this point, how no, his ears look. If no, it, how his ears look. A, I think you need a spinoff podcast. Yeah, for real, bro. <laughs> we'll talk to someone <laughs> like else about Angela, that. You'll be like Angela Yee coming on after uh, The Breakfast Club. Like, you know, yeah, we got Sean Duja coming up next. Stay tuned. Had the weirdest guest on. Yeah, so just random random topics. <laughs> My next guest, Landry Shaman. <laughs> <laughs> next week, we got Gay Pruitt joining us. For real, yo. <laughs> Shit. So, right. what's it like being like the, the Celtic champion that no one fucking remembers? Like, that would be a question. <laughs> uh I mean, come on, we gotta be honest. People even remember Scott Pollard, but you? Like, that's how strong I'm That guy, he's gonna immediately just say, You're an asshole. <laughs> the worst podcast of all time. <laughs> you should do something, you should do something random for after hours. I'm just thinking about it now. Seriously. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah, right. it'll, the, just, another, it'll just be like all over the place. We'll add another podcast to the already, you know, two right, great we'll ones just, that we have. We'll, you know what we should do? You know what we should do? We should just talk about after. I'll talk about after. Talk about after. Yeah, yeah. We'll do your job right now. Uh, yeah, listen, everyone, out. <laughs> check out new episodes of after hours. Uh, you know, talking about everything. Kind of like, kind of like this, but a lot more entertaining. I think. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this has been entertaining for you. <laughs> Season three 
What a more Joe Sway. Stay tuned for that. It's coming up soon. And um, yeah, like Joel said, we're, we're going to do another giveaway um, for for the second half of the season, if you will. Right? We'll, we'll, we'll get you that jersey for uh, right after the All Star break. You'll be ready to go. All right. So. But you got to subscribe. That's the only way it works, right? That's the only way you can enter your name to the raffle to uh to, to win that 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 Celtics jersey of your choice. Whoever you want, you you call. It. Twelve City. quarters. Twelve quarters. That's all you need is twelve quarters. City edition jersey is available too. It's a great freaking jersey, man. Any jersey you'd like. Word. Yes. And on that note, we are out. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.